The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Starting and sustaining a business is hard, whether you're just beginning or have been at it for a while and need a pick-me-up. You're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman. Hello and welcome to my show, Go For It, here on Voice America. So happy that you're back today and every day with me. And today is going to be a very special day. But before we start, I just wanted to put it out there that, hey, if you're looking for a speaker for your next event, or even maybe you're trying to start a business or... Maybe you have a business and you're trying to grow it and you need that mentor or coach. You know what? Give me a shout out at Joe, at joehosman.com. And in that subject line, put I'm in and I will get back in contact with you and we will get you connected. So I want you to be able to live bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. So today on my show, I have a very special guest, my very own son, Cody Hosman. I am very happy to have him on the show with me today. And before I bring him on, I want to read his bio. And as a mother, you know, us parents, we're just proud of our kids no matter what. So when I'm reading his bio, I'm like, I'm really impressed. So Cody is charismatic. Cody Hosman is a charismatic, creative, and strategic marketing specialist with a budding interest in entrepreneurship. Through work and internships, Cody has completed successful product launches, managed numerous trade shows, and developed marketing campaigns across different market segments and product categories. This is in addition to being an adept and intuitive social media marketer and creator of marketing collateral. Cody excels in blending the marketing mix for your business, understanding that each business or organization will have their own customizable marketing plan to achieve ultimate success. And you know, in this day and age, we have to have social media management. If you're in business, you have to have that. So Cody received his BS in sociology from South Dakota State University in 2014. In his free time, Cody is an avid pursuer of adventures trying new restaurants and bars, spending time with his girlfriend, Jill, and learning as much as he can about the business world and our society that shapes it. You can find Cody on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Welcome, Cody, to my show. Go for it. Hey, thank you. So glad to be here with you guys. Uh, Thank you to all of our listeners out there tuning in. I'm a big, big, big fan of podcasts and other radio shows, so any opportunity Mm -hmm. I had to come on and also support a family member and a friend, is great for me. Well, exactly. And it's wonderful to be able to support my son. You know, as parents, that's what we like to do, isn't it? We like to support our kids, but we also like to see them excel. And that is exactly what he's doing. He's excelling in his business and his life. And there's no greater feeling in the world than to see that come about. So, Cody, what I want to do, uh, first of all, is tell the tell the folks a little bit about you. Now, I read your bio, of course, but tell them, you know, give five minutes or so and just tell a little bit about you and what maybe you do at your your work that you do now? 
Yeah, definitely. I'd love to. So I know when a lot of people hear my bio, they automatically think, oh, sociology, that's a weird way to get into marketing. And I assure you, it is weird. Um, I actually didn't go to school or go to college saying, oh, marketing is what I want to be into. Business is what I want to be into. What happened was is that through my sociology degree, I was involved with political campaigns and other student services and organizations that had a lot of marketing and um, interacting, networking aspects to those positions that I had. Um, So that kind of led me down that path. And when I was done with college, some things lined up and I was given the opportunity to work in the marketing department and really took that and ran with it. On any given day, I could work on a number of aspects. We could be working on a promotional campaign for any type of product, whether it's a chemical solution, um, an idea campaign to get information out there, and also just in general, a company-wide campaign to get company and brand awareness out there. Now, that's also in addition to managing our trade show schedule, meeting with our vendors and business partners to discuss strategic goals and where we need to be at, and also managing social media accounts. Social media is great for idea distribution. Um, I don't know if there's ever been something like social media as a tool for marketing and advertising because of how quick things can get distributed to people. Back in the day when you would run a television, radio, billboard campaign, those all had good reaches, but because of the um, physical components of it that had to go into them, it was more of a longer stage process where you could run a social media campaign and start it tonight and by tomorrow or the next day, have thousands, tens of thousands of views and impressions on those campaigns. So really one of the key things that I try to look for in my young career is how do all of these connect and interact with each other? How do all the different marketing tools that we have today, how are those useful to businesses? How do people want businesses to interact with them? Um, A lot of people don't like being bombarded with stuff, yet they're the same ones that click on an email link for a new special at their favorite store to purchase something. Um, So trying to sift through a lot of the customer data and information and find out what's meaningful and what may not be so helpful to your business is just a part of some of the things I spend my day on. Mm-hmm. And, you know, when you started as a, and he's a millennial, Cody's a millennial, and as a young um, worker out there, you're not as, you know, but it's hard sometimes even to find that right fit. And even when you have that college degree, it's able to, but you really landed a, a great job. It's given you great experience. And, you know, everybody that works, it doesn't matter what you work, you've got to take what you're learning from that job and apply it to um, to what you, you know, what you want to be doing. So that's exactly what you're doing. You're taking that knowledge now and you're going to apply it because you're a budding entrepreneur. And, you know, you, you really want to be able to focus in on that and really hone in on those entrepreneur skills. And you're getting that because anybody in business needs to be on social media. And you're doing all these different campaigns, which is fantastic. So I'm really Yeah, I, I think you t- sorry about that. That's I think right, you touched ahead. on something very important is that 
so being a millennial and going to school and starting my career um, during and right after the Great Recession, that obviously created some challenges because um, <clears throat> some of the really good first-time jobs for college graduates weren't necessarily all there, and a lot of the jobs that were there, um, maybe the pay hadn't kept up with what it necessarily should have been. So for me, that was really hard, finding, not necessarily finding a job out of college. There was plenty of jobs that were available, but finding one that was actually a quality job and that was a fit was very challenging. I know I've read and heard from numerous sources that that first job hunt, second job hunt, can be some of the most frustrating ones of your career because you might not even necessarily know what it is that you're looking for and like in a culture. Um, Mm -hmm. You may think of yourself as a very extroverted person and wanting to work with people And you might find out that, hey, your favorite style to work is by yourself at your desk or in your office, listening to tunes, listening to a podcast such as Go For It and getting work done. Uh, So it it really is a big trial and error thing, too. But it's kind of like a bunch of successful entrepreneurs and people say the best way to get somewhere is to start, you know, Mm. start try different things and find out what you like. You know, I'm doing the marketing thing right now, doing well in it, loving it, but that's not to say 10 years down the road, maybe I transition into an operational role, um, something along those lines too. So use what you're learning today and apply it and you'll be surprised where that takes you. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's and that's just it. You have to be able to, you know, take what you're going to learn and apply it because not everybody does that. And I will tell you, when people think of millennials, it really puts a burn my bonnet when they think when they say that millennials feel like they're privileged or those type of things. Because Cody and uh, most of his friends that I know are hard workers. They're out there, they're working, they're learning the skills, they're doing those type of things. So not all millennials are the same. And so I I ask people not to categorize everybody because it's just not the way it is. And millennials actually have um, a leg up on us just because of the fact that they were able to come up in the internet age and they know a lot of that. And so harness that, harness that with them because of the fact that, you know, take their knowledge and absorb it. Because they have a lot more knowledge in their little fingers than what we even have, just with the social media and the internet and everything like that. So that's my plug out to the millennials and to you, Cody, and all your friends, because of the fact that I do see that they're all hard workers and um, they work, you know, they work for what they want in life. So anyway, I'm really proud of you and for everything you're doing. So tell me what excites you about the job you're doing now? Yeah, if I could touch on what you just said, though, before we get there. I've always kind of been one that I think the whole critique of millennials is a little overblown. Oh, they're the entitled generation, or they expected everything handed to them. I think more or less what it is is just the fact that the millennials came of age and are coming of age entering the workforce in droves, I think by 2020, at least half of the U.S. workforce will be millennials. So I think it was backlash to that, the fact that now people are having to interact with millennials on a day-to-day basis 
in their job. And I'm almost wondering from your perspective if the same critiques weren't there when your generation came of age with the baby boomers getting older. I, I'm kind of thinking that there might have been some similar resentments. Oh, I'm sure there probably was. I now the thing with with my age, I'm not a baby boomer, but when the baby boomers no, were you're getting the older, generation after. So I mean, right. when your generation was entering the workforce, like after college, after high school, okay. I'm wondering if the baby boomers didn't feel a similar resentment. Yeah, probably so. We didn't have, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put this out there for those of people who my age who are blaming the millennials. Well, guess who made the millennials? We did. You know, right. so we there's nobody else to blame but ourselves. Now, with that being said, with the people older than us, and when I came into the workforce back in my 20s, you know, people really, I don't feel like they had that kind of, but it was also, I had a wonderful job. I had a wonderful job that I loved, and they were all very great. So it, they could have been, I just, I don't remember it being, I remember people saying, oh, you have it so rough at this age, you have it so rough at this age. And now I hear people saying that to the millennials too. So it kind of comes around, goes around type of thing. And you know, yeah. the, millennial, the millennials will get older and then the next generation will come up. It's just how it goes. Yeah, I, I definitely think that is. And I actually, so when I interact with older people, um, at my job or companies that we do business with, I try to leverage what you talked about, some of our technology skills. And so I try to be helpful to my older peers in terms of technology and kind of um, engaging audiences, engaging customers. And they can kind of turn around and teach me more about professionalism, um, proper manners, etiquettes, how to interact and deal with competitors, with other companies that we partner with, with other people within our company, and how to really handle business negotiations as well, too. So I try to approach it as a two-way street. Hey, I can teach you guys a lot about technology, but with your years of experience and industry knowledge, you should also teach me or teach other millennials some of the professionalism and business skills and um, kind of tact that isn't necessarily taught in a classroom setting. Mm-hmm. And that's a great that's a great point because yeah, and with the, with you being so on the internet so much, you know, it really is that face to face interaction. It really is that one on one communication with people that still people my age. That's what they crave. That's what they want yep. is they want, don't hide behind a keyboard. Get out there, talk to people, do one-on-ones with them. You know, you can try doing business behind a keyboard, but the best thing to do is one-on-one communication. And also, you know, people are people. People are not objects. People are people. And that's why you need to get in front of them and just talk with them. And, you know, whatever it is you're trying to sell, talk to them, whatever it is, just get out in front of them and do do the best customer service that you can. Because that, you know what, if you offer great customer service to people, they're going to, you know, in turn, either offer it back to you or hopefully they pay it forward and offer it back to other people. Now, Cody, we only have about two minutes until break. So I want to let you know that. It, okay. Um, very exciting. It's so fun to have you on the show with me today. So Cody yeah, is very great. active on social media and he's so good about being, um, you know, being a steward of his work and really learning. I've really watched you grow as a person from the job that you have now. And, you know, with the social media and everything that you're getting and the podcast that you're listening to, it's all, you know, when we can fill our mind with knowledge, knowledge is power. 
and knowledge will take you far. So I applaud you for that. And I applaud you for always striving to be better and wanting more out of your life because that's what all of us should strive for. Yeah. You know, I think that's one of the ways that I've been able to kind of, even in my limited um, professional experience, grow is by consuming a lot of knowledge, um, also staying up to date with industry news, no matter what industry you're in, whether you're a farmer or a Wall Street trader, they're going to have industry websites, industry magazines and stuff that you should be checking in on and following and see what the top news is in your field or industry. If you're a doctor, you know, subscribe to those magazines or those web articles and keep up to date with the culture of your profession as well, too. Um, so that way, when you go and meet with other people and you meet with clients or people that you want to partner with, not only are you just talking about one specific business proposal or business idea, you can frame that within a whole context of what's going on in a certain world or a certain segment or a certain industry. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And if you don't, I mean, again, you have just really, and the power of YouTube, YouTube is free. You know, go, yeah. go harness that power of YouTube. And now I tell people all the time, I tell my coaching clients, you know what, if you can't afford to go to take a class or whatever, go to YouTube and start watching and learning. You yeah. will learn a lot from YouTube. So, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be right back after break. And when we, got back, when we come back, we've got lots more to learn about from Cody and his knowledge out in the social media world. So, ladies and gentlemen, we will be right back after break. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit JoeHosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, JoeHosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it 
Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. So glad you're back listening to me and my son, Cody. We are talking about marketing out in the in the workplace. And before that, I just want to let you know, if you have any questions for the show, give us an email at joe at joehosman.com. Again, that's joe. It's J-O at joehosman.com. So, Cody, let's pick up where we left off. We're talking about let's marketing. So talk more about the marketing part of it and maybe some tools and resources that you use. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing that ties into that that I wanted to mention before we cut to break on the last segment is just how many tools are out there on the web for people to use. You had mentioned YouTube. I had mentioned industry articles, industry websites. But there's also free educational things such as something called Khan University and a couple others like that. Um, they're not-for-profit websites. What they do is they compile a bunch of different courses that you can access for free. So you could take a course in microeconomics, macroeconomics, um, marketing management, financial planning. Now, all this would be on your own time and doesn't count towards any college credit or anything like that, but it's something that you could do with very limited resources, in this case, free to up your knowledge and to up your understanding of some of the tools that you need to be successful. Um, specifically with marketing, too, I know there are tons of different certificates and courses you can take. Um, Google offers one for their Google Analytics where you can get certified through Google. That would be one where you would do well putting that on your resume, too, because it's certified through an independent source that's widely trusted and respected. That's one thing if you do do some online courses or certificates or anything like that, you want to be careful with how you represent that in an interview or to your employer because they might take that as, oh, you took a college course and got a credit for it or got a certificate for it. Um, so you just want to be careful when you do that, that you're not misrepresenting what it actually is that you did. Now, with that being said, there's a lot of colleges and universities that you can take just an online course in, let's say, digital marketing. So you could go to the University of South Dakota and take one online course in digital marketing and then you can use that as leverage to say, hey, this is verifiable. I took a, a three-credit course in digital marketing in the summer of 2018, and these are some of the topics discovered and discussed and that I learned. So I, I really want to stress to people that one of your main goals in whatever it is you do and whatever it is you want to accomplish is to keep learning and keep learning anything you can really and really focus as far as marketing goes on your personal brand. We all have, we all work for companies and each company has a brand. Each profession that you are, let's say you're an architect or an engineer or an accountant, there's a brand associated with that profession, but there's also a brand associated with you, the person, you in your career as well. So don't focus all of your time thinking about how can I make my company better? How can I add to my professional organization? But also, how can I improve myself and my standing within my network and grow my network? I like to think of a lot of marketing as a network effect. Um, 
so much of it is not necessarily the distribution of services and goods, even though that's the technical X's and O's standpoint, but it's the spreading of ideas, the adopting of ideas and of values and of cultures that really pave the way for successful marketing tools to get your service out there to a client, to get your product in a retail shelf selling to customers. Mm-hmm. Very well said. Very well said. It's really about improving yourself and improving your network so you can be a better person, a better business person, and even, uh, you know, maybe an entrepreneur because it really is all about improving yourself. So great. And you know what? I didn't realize about that university. So it's Khan University, C-O-N? K-H-A-N and then university.com. And there's other ones like it too. And like some of the courses they have are even courses like from – um, colleges and universities, and they do them in partnership together. So, like, I know on Khan University, you could take, like, a financial history class, and that class um, was provided to them in partnership by maybe, like, Syracuse University. Now, obviously, oh. it's not that exact class or university, but it's a similar thing. They have partnerships with them, um, so you can pretty much listen to the class and see the slideshows and all that, Um and then follow along with it at your own pace. And then at the end, obviously, you can't say, oh, I have a degree from Khan University. But what you can say is, uh, I took an online class from this website, and it taught me these things. So you can use that to your advantage, and they're really cool tools, but just be careful that you don't make it sound like you're trying to fabricate your education. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Don't ever fabricate, um, you know, you know, sell them like what it is, but you know what the thing exactly. is employers, employers look for that. You're always trying to improve yourself. Employers yeah. look for that. So they actually, even if, even if you don't get a degree from this con university, but at least you're trying to improve yourself and you're trying to go out of your way. You're taking time out of your life to improve yourself. And that will show a lot to a future employer, even if you're an entrepreneur, that is going to show your clients that you're trying to improve yourself. So it really is great. I think even when we talk about, too, um, marketing your business or the services that you offer to people, I think that's something that you always want to keep in mind is, okay, the, the product that you're offering, the service that you're offering, anything like that is one thing and that needs to be taken care of in a good quality service or product, but you're also selling yourself. You're selling your company. So if you don't also take into account how your company looks to other people or how you may come across to other people, you might be inadvertently sabotaging your efforts because of some things that you should tweak about your overall profile or company profile. Exactly. Exactly. And I I love that free resource. You know, I mean, it's always about knowledge. Again, knowledge is power. So what, what's some of the favorite things that you have high regards for and that you use? Yeah, definitely. So I think when I look at it, there's just a multitude of marketing tools and techniques that people can use. And I think that kind of can frustrate people because it's not just billboards, commercials, radio spots, spots in your paper. It has a lot to do with your integration into digital channels. One thing that 
is a really interesting practice in the marketing world, and that's becoming very popular is what's known as inbound marketing. And what that is, is you attracting customers to your site, your website, based off of content and material you put out there. So maybe you like to write blog posts. Well, write blog posts as part of your company website and then advertise those posts via social media like Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, Pinterest too, and get people to those blog posts and they might read those blog posts and say, hey, that's really cool, and then put links within your blog post where to request a quote, where to set up a free consultation. So you're advertising and marketing to people, but you're not doing it in the form of a traditional advertisement. You're doing it in the form of a piece of content that captivates them, stirs emotion, and makes them want to come to you to get a product, to get a consulting session down in place. Mm -hmm. So, and you have to blend them too. That is one thing that even I, anyone will always have to keep in mind is that it's not just one thing. Um, It's not just making the blog post. It's having a website that's user friendly. It's having the distribution channels to get that blog post out there. Maybe you send it to a PR newswire site you definitely want to post it on your social media accounts. You definitely, if you have an email list, you want to email your blog post to people, say, new blog posts out, learn lots about such and such. Mm -hmm. Uh, You want to create attention by being useful to people. You want people to think of you as a source, someone of knowledge, of education, someone that they can't afford not to interact with or do business with. They want, you want them to see you as the expert. Yeah. And and just like what you said, you want them to want to do business with you and that they want to hear from you. And it it is always what's in it for them. What's in it for them? What are you providing them that they want to be able to do business with you? So I like how you said that. That was perfect because if you don't and all you do is, you know, if all you're trying to do is sell, 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 well, that's going to turn people off. Give them great knowledge and give them great power punch and then, you know, go in for the sale. And it's all about either blogging. It's about maybe doing a Facebook ad. Maybe it's doing, you know, writing an article here or there. I wrote an uh, art. Uh, I answered a question I was put in Reader's Digest. So who, you know, you never know when these different um, companies or organizations or magazines are going to pick you up and cherish that. And then, you know, put that out on um, social media and brag about yourself. A lot of people have a hard time bragging about themselves, but really that's what you have to do to be able to get your name and your um, business out there. Yeah. Well, and the other thing is too, is that one of the things I always stress to people, um, cause they're always like, Oh, you know, we want to go full digital. We want to, we want to be just social media masters. And I always say, that's good. You should want to do that. But understand also where your audience is and where your customers are. Um, mm-hmm. Always blend digital and social into your marketing practices, but don't use ones where you know your customers aren't going to be there. For instance, mm-hmm. let's say you are um, selling a line of products Let's say they're cosmetics, obviously mostly for women, but, you know, men too in today's world, it's all good. 
you might not really have a need to be on LinkedIn. Probably your biggest um, social media channels are going to be Pinterest, Instagram, the Twitter, Twitter and Facebook. So, and then when you have the ones that you want to be in, rank them accordingly. Say, okay, what are our, what are our strengths on this? channel or website, what are our strengths on this one, what are our weaknesses. So social media doesn't need to be a one-size-fits-all either. Um, Different platforms have different audiences. They have different ways of interacting with them. So the best thing you can do, too, besides doing your research and doing your homework, is try new things. I mean, you know, especially in business and marketing and life, don't be scared to fail a couple times, but learn from them and say, okay, what worked, what didn't work, how can we retool and take a new approach to this? Mm-hmm. Well, and I will tell you, I'm on Instagram and I don't, I don't understand Instagram very well, but I'm on there and, you know, people go, you need to be on Instagram. I'm like, well, I'm on there, but I, you know, that's one place that I haven't focused a lot of my attention on. I focus more of my attention on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. That's, you know, but people, but I, I will, I'm always willing to try it. So I'm trying Instagram and, you know, I'm trying Snapchat. I do like Snapchat, but go also where you feel comfortable with first and also where you're going to, you know, get the most material for, you know, for you that you feel comfortable and then reach out to other avenues and reach out exactly what Cody said, go where your audience is, you know, to take yeah. some polls. Do a poll. Hey, you know, what do you guys think about this? People love to answer questions. That is one thing I found. They love to answer questions. And, you know, do a poll out there and just ask them. The most important thing you can do is ask. Either you get a yes or you get a no or whatever, you know. So that's the most important thing. So really just get out there and try to figure out what is your best. And like Cody said, you're going to, you know, some you're going to hit out of the ballpark and other ones you're going to fail and other ones are just going to be kind of mediocre. And that's okay. Now, Cody, we have about three minutes until our second break of the show. You are giving awesome content. Yeah. One thing I want to want to recommend, too, that's been a successful strategy for people um, shifting to different social media platforms is to find out where your strengths are. Like, let's use you for an example. Let's say um, your Twitter feed is your strongest uh, social media platform. So utilize that, key in on that, keep on building it, and then also use, if you are going to decide to try and dive into another platform, use your dominant platform to advertise yourself on the new platform. Say, all of my Twitter followers, thanks for the love. Make sure you check me out on Instagram, at Joe Hosman. You know, Mm -hmm. uh, leverage the audiences that you have on certain platforms. Maybe your social media isn't that great, but maybe you have an email subscription list that's 10,000 strong. Well, utilize that and let's say, okay, we're going to do email campaigns to really build up our Facebook profile. Uh, And one thing, too, and this obviously is contrary to a lot of people's beliefs, but you can't be afraid to spend a little money either. Mm, I think one of the misconceptions with digital marketing is that it's all free. Everything that you achieve on there should be organic and that's just not the case. A lot of some of the best um, 
marketing campaigns that use digital tools, use YouTube, Facebook, all these too, they also sponsor their ads and put money behind it. Like the Google pay-per-click advertisements that you see when you type in pizza near me in Google and then a few sponsored ads come up. Those people are playing, paying for those placements and the return on investment ends up being very high compared to running a television commercial or doing a radio ad. One other thing that since all of you guys are listening to this podcast or radio show that has seen a lot of success, though it's very limited to what your products or services are, is advertising on podcasts. Those happen to be very, very effective. Obviously, they have limited reachability. But when people are listening to podcasts, they're listening as part of their daily routine. They get to know the host. They get to know the guests that come on there. So when that host plugs in a product or a website to check out, I think I saw something that 60% of ads on podcasts get traffic to that product or that site because that trust is built up between the podcast host and the listeners on the other end. Mm-hmm. I like that. You know that. And Cody, and we're going to pick up after that after break. So ladies and gentlemen, check out my website, joehosman.com. And also, uh, if you want to email the show and email me with any questions, it's joe at joehosman.com. So ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back after break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's joehosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit joehosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website, joehosman.com where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs. Also support for the radio show and much more. Don't wait. Check out joehosman.com for the special offer today. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. listening to go for it to reach joe hausman with a comment or question about the show please send an email to joe at joehausman.com that's j-o at joehausman.com now back to go for it 
And welcome back to my show, Go For It, here on Voice America. So glad that you are here listening to this awesome show with my awesome son, Cody Hausman. He has been my guest. I tell you what, I am writing notes like crazy because, again, we have to take what we're learning from these millennials and really put it into play. You know, again, I think we we don't give them enough credit because they are hard workers. A lot of them are. And I, I, I only know hardworking millennials, I'll be honest with you. So they're hard workers, they're knowledgeable, harness their knowledge. And I want to give a shout out to Cody again on my book, Go For It, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance. It's actually our book because Cody wrote the foreword to the book. And then he, uh, him and I, picture is on the back. So whenever I go speaking, people always ask about him. So just last week I was speaking and they were asking about you, Cody, and what you're doing now and... Um, how your life has progressed. So I'm always happy to share that. But again, so if to shout out to get get my book, go for it, A Woman's Guide to Perseverance, you can go on Amazon or my website, Joe Hosman. So Cody, let's continue the talk of where we were before the break about podcasts and then also maybe other avenues of marketing that traditionalists, you know, like me, used to have to use when we started in business, but not it, it still works. Like when I was on the political campaign, I was asked to do a billboard. And I think billboards still work. I really don't know the statistics for those. So do you happen to know that? No, I, I don't. But I think one of the real benefits to running, let's say, TV commercials, billboards, some of the traditional advertising pieces is not so necessary. Not so much necessarily that if I see a billboard for Chick-fil-A that says eat more chicken, it's not going to make me say, oh, I have to pull over off the road and get Chick-fil-A right now. But what it does is it it, it kind of just puts a little drop in the bucket of the back of your mind that, hey, Chick-fil-A, man, they, they have great chicken sandwiches. So the next time that I'm craving a chicken sandwich, I might be more inclined to say, you know what, damn it. I need Chick-fil-A. Um, so I think some of the recognition that those give is huge. I think it also adds um, familiarity. So I always mm-hmm. tell people, I say, don't, don't forget about traditional media and traditional advertising as well, too. One of my favorite things that I like to talk about with just my peers and other people, too, is the difference between running – um, a promotion or marketing campaign based around a certain idea or certain product or service and running a promotion or campaign around your company, your business, or you. And I think if you can really have those two be differentiated but also intertwine them together, it's the best. So you could run a advertisement or digital media campaign just based on your company, their history, what they specialize in, what their values are, what they represent, and then you can follow that up with a specific product advertisement or product campaign because um, it's one thing to want to go out and buy the latest, greatest electronic toothbrush, but you want to know about the company that you're getting that from. I think in today's world, with all the information available to us, that is one thing that people really value is knowing about the company that they're going to do business with, really feeling a part of the brand identity of the products that they buy at their supermarket or the clothes they wear. 
Mm-hmm. So exactly. you have to be really skilled at telling your company's story or your backstory, how you got into business consulting, business coaching, how the realtor that helped you sell or buy your home, how she got into realty. Um, so to really put campaigns like that out there raises awareness about your brand or you and then to have that be an umbrella where different event promotions can be under it, different product promotions can be under it, I think Mm -hmm. is a a key strategy that if you can master your company or your business will end up finding success because you have people that are familiar with your company. They know that brand or logo when they see it, and now they say, hey, this product or this service is being offered by the Johnson company. And by God, I saw their ads the other week and they look like a tried and true company. And the more they hear the name of your company or the name of the company, the more, less like you said, the more it's going to sink in. And the next time you think about something, you're like, Hey, that company, I want to go back and do business with them. So the more you can be out there. And I talked to, uh, uh, a guest who was on my show about a year ago, and they spend anywhere from forty to fifty thousand dollars a month on Facebook ads. That's just a month, I mean, and they get that yeah. they get that back three and four timefold. Yeah. Just because they're it, taking the time, they're spending that kind of money. Now, a lot of us don't have, you know, maybe your exactly. business isn't big enough to do that. However. Like Cody said, don't be afraid to spend some money. You don't have to spend that kind of money, but don't be right. afraid to spend some money. I mean, it's kind of like the old, um, the old saying, you know, it costs to be the boss. Well, like it costs money to make money too. And mm-hmm. if you are going to be um, mild manner and kind of beat around the bushes with some of the things that you do, people aren't going to respond to that. They have, they have interviews that they do with um, crisis management people, with people that are in some of the toughest situations in the world and some of their best advice is pick a plan, stick to it, and see it through. Mm-hmm. Don't That's pick right. a plan, change your mind halfway through, and then be unsure of it. Pick something and follow through with it because that's going to get you, I don't want to say further because it's such a, it's kind of an overused cliche, but it's going to really enhance your standing and your positioning if you take a side and you say, this is where I am, and you stick with it. Um, you had mentioned campaigns earlier, and it's the same thing you see in campaigns all the time. Politicians, that's one of the biggest things they get hit on and killed for is switching positions and switching how they feel about certain things, um, which is another debate on and of itself. You know, this mm-hmm. is a business podcast. We won't go on to politics, but there is truth in that in saying, this is what I believe. This is the plan we're going to take and we're going to see it through. And at the end of this plan, we can evaluate how it did. We can evaluate weaknesses that it had and we can be better and stronger moving forward. 
Mm-hmm. And really the key word is focus. Focus in on that plan and just really, you know, set it out for a time frame. Say it three months, six months, a year, whatever it is, but focus in on that and really work it. Really work that plan. And then like Cody said, you know, at the end of it or even during the middle of it, always, you know, evaluate it. See what's going wrong. See what's going right. Maybe you need to tweak a few things, but really focus in on it. And if you can develop that plan and focus in on it, you're going to see it's going to see it come to you come as i say come to fruition and it's really going to work and I, you know i can't stress that enough and i know it's hard to decide which way you want to go and it is that's marketing you know you don't know what's going to work until you try it and that's what you have to do you really just have to go out and try it and besides traditional marketing social media marketing again not it is free to a point, but if, you know, depending on the demographics you want to get into your business, I would really start, you know, putting some money toward it to be able to really go after what you want. Yeah, and I think actually putting money towards your advertisements and marketing stuff also has value in it and that you can establish a real return on investment. You can establish what exactly it is that it costs you per new client or per product sold. Because without that data or information, you're really kind of out in the wilderness when you try and plan, okay, how much do we want to spend on marketing this year? What do we want that to bring back to the business? Um, And that's another thing, too, that is not the sexiest thing in the world, but setting a budget for the different plans that you have in business is crucial because it gives you a benchmark and it gives you a way to measure your success based on an input of resources that you used, i.e. money. Mm-hmm, exactly. I couldn't have said that better myself either. It really is setting that budget for it because in money, you know, that's where the thrive of all business, thrive of all life is money. And if you can yeah. set that budget and figure out exactly what you're spending it on and figuring out where the returns are and where, you know, and again, ask people what, what caught their attention from your ad. When they call in, I ask that all the time. What caught your attention? People tell you. They want you to know what it is they like about your business or what they don't like about it. Don't be afraid to ask because it really is beneficial. Don't be afraid to ask. And also, too, when you're trying to get responses from customers because in today's world, a lot of the transactioning that you take place, especially if there's an email involved, you'll get an email afterwards saying, hey, please take our quick survey that's fine, but don't be afraid to say, hey, fill out our survey. We'll send you, you know, $5 off your next purchase or a free 10-minute consulting session. So don't be afraid to give up a little bit to get valuable customer insight and knowledge back because those customers out there, you may think you put out just the coolest campaign ever. You might think, damn, I'm the man. You know, we're going to sell products. We're going on Shark Mm -hmm. Tank next week. It's all gravy. And then your customer might turn around and say, you know what? The product is cool, but, man, that was cheesy or, man, that was dumb. Um, Just this weekend, actually, Dove got in a lot of trouble because of a very uh, racially insensitive ad that they put out. But I guarantee all those executives in their marketing department that green light green-lighted that ad, thought it was going to be a hit. Uh, So Mm -hmm. you can't get trapped in 
your own way of thinking or your own company's way of thinking because the outside world, the one that the customers interact in, is different. It has Mm -hmm. real-time variables to it as well. Um, I think back to earlier in this year when Pepsi put out an ad with Kendall Jenner and had to pull it immediately because it was really insensitive to the kind of um, social unrest going on in communities of color with law enforcement. So you have to be very, very, very cognizant of what is going on culturally and societally in your community. And if you are going to try and tie in a marketing campaign to it, you better be very careful But if you can do it successfully, it can have a huge impact. They say if done right, cultural marketing has huge benefits, but the pitfalls are deep because if you offend someone in today's world with Twitter and Facebook, boy, you can you can become the laughing stock of the internet really quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very quickly, and you have to quickly to respond if you do. And, Cody, we only have about three and a half minutes to the end of the show. So what I ask every guest, and you have given fantastic information. And, ladies and gentlemen, he's only 26, so his knowledge is unreal. In my book, and I, I might be a little biased, I might be a little prejudiced, but in my book, he uh, the knowledge that he portrays is just it's invaluable. So, Cody, do you have any lasting parting words for our listeners today? Yeah, I do. Uh, no matter what it is you're doing, just be yourself, too. I, I think and you kind of touched on it earlier in the first segment. People want human interaction, even millennials that are glued to their cell phone and tablets and computer screens. We like talking with people. We like hearing real stories. We like hearing about the ups and downs. Let, let an authentic voice shine through in the stuff that you do, but also don't be afraid to take chances on things. Like we were talking about earlier, maybe sponsor a podcast interview, um, maybe sponsor a local event in your city or town that, yeah, you might not really have an interest in, but maybe you find out a lot of your customers do. Let's say you're a hunting and camping company that sells products related to that, something that might not necessarily seem like it would be totally related, but sponsor craft brew festivals, sponsor, do a partnership with a brewery, do things that are out of the ordinary and out of the box, but that aren't so out of the ordinary or out of the box that it leaves people bewildered. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, you know, step outside your comfort zone. You never know where your customers are going to be. And, you know, like I say, sometimes we overjudge where where we think our customers are at. And in reality, we should never judge anybody. You know, no. just really, really hone in on where you think your customer is at. Yeah. So, and go ahead. Well, I was just, I was just going to say at the end of the day, your customer is going to be the one deciding if your company or your business should be in business still. So right. if you're not trying to connect with them and to really get to know them, then what are you here for? And somebody else will. 
Trust me. And if you're not going to connect with them, somebody else will. And then you're going to lose out on the sale and somebody else is going to get the sale. So really go after that. Cody, thank you so much for being on my show today. Always my pleasure. You know, we've been wanting this for quite a while. So it was finally we got him on the show. And I'm so grateful. You, you're you full of knowledge, full of information. Thank you so much, Cody. Uh, I appreciate hey, it so much. Thanks for having me on. And thank you, everyone, t- listening to it. Keep on checking the pod and the radio for new segments, and I'm sure I'll be a returning guest at some point. You will be. And again, you know, if you're interested in sponsoring a show or wanting to advertise on the show, certainly let me know. Again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here today, and thank you for every week that you come back. Remember, I want you to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. So check out my website, johosman.com, and always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great today and be great always. Until next week, God bless. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman, on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.